the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We want to thank you so much for joining us right here on Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-hosts, Dr. Jamie Heisman and Carol Zorniel. Take 10 comes to you every week with a different topic that deals with mental health issues that affect the health and well-being of seniors and others, and we're delighted to share them with you. Carol Zerniel is Executive Director of the WellMed Charitable Foundation, past chair of the Board of Directors for the National Council on Aging. She has a master's degree in social gerontology, nearly 30 years experience in the field of aging and caregiving. Dr. Jamie Heisman is a nationally known psychotherapist. He also is well known in the field of caregiving as well as addictions. And we're delighted to have both of you with us. I'm Ron Aaron. So Carol, you've got a topic for today. Well, I do have a topic. You know, I was thinking about Valentine's Day and love and, you know, all the things that the, the positive side of life. And I was thinking about the positive side of caregiving, which is something we don't always talk about. We get focused on the negative side. And I was, I was talking to somebody about assets, you know, asset building, emotional asset building. So uh, Jamie, I'm wondering, there are positive, we get something good out of caregiving. And I'm wondering, what are those things? What do, what do we benefit from when we're caregivers? Well, you know, as a psychologist, I'm definitely biased in terms of our own self-care, that if we really see caregiving in the way that we need to as that marathon, that not a sprint, that need to take care of our loved one and be there, be present in their fears and trepidations, then it's, it's almost critical that this may be the first time in our lives that we've had to take care of ourselves simply as a remedy, simply as an antidote simply to, as part of the treatment plan to help our, our loved one. So though caregivers obviously see this sometimes as trudgery and difficult times and what do I do? And I'm pretty passive and sometimes oscillate between victim and, and martyr. Um, instead, if they start looking at how they take care of themselves, allows them on two feet to help their loved one more, that's an extremely cool and positive aspect. The first thing I can think of is caregiving. Recently, Lucy Berrylack, who helps us with our caregiver teleconnection, and she's a a licensed clinical social worker in Montreal, Canada, she was talking about the 10 years she spent caring for her mother and how once she acknowledged that her mother was not the same person that she was when she was younger, she could enjoy her mother just as she was that day, right, right, in her 90s. Um, and they developed a really warm, positive relationship uh, that she had struggled to maintain for a number of years. Yeah, you know, that's called acceptance, isn't it? You know, um, the beauty, I think, of caregiving, and we start learning is, is that we're vulnerable, that having expectations um, of how somebody is never helps us. As in psychology, we say expectations are the seeds of resentment. You know, 
Lucy's really right on target. If we can accept the moment, be in the present, accept the fact of, of our mom's vulnerability, of her own sort of vulnerability and her own work, let's say Lucy's in, in terms of this, then it does become a much more enjoyable experience to be in the moment without expectations. Well, how do you reach that point, that epiphany where you realize things are not what they used to be rather than throwing those expectations on your care recipient? You know, unfortunately, Ron, you know, as a therapist for many years, as an interventionist, um, hope and is not as great a motivator sometimes as despair. Um, I know that sounds terrible for the listener, but as I work with addictions or I work with mental health, I think when the alternative is not working or depressed or anxious or stressed, you know, it's not working, then somehow or another, we have to see that we've got to do something. We have to do something to, to change and to change ourselves and get into that world of acceptance to realize we're vulnerable. And that means to get mental health treatment. That means to take care of ourselves and, and be able to be our own new parent, reparent ourselves, you know, to do all these things because the alternative is not working. And so when we're getting expectations, okay, we can also look at ourselves and say, maybe we need to get some help. That's a real trigger for me if you're living in the future that you're not taking care of yourself in the present. For those of you who may have just joined us, you're listening to Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Dr. Jamie Heisman and Carol Zerniel. And we're talking about the upside, positive side of caregiving. And Carol Zerniel, you kicked it off. Let me come back to you. Uh, so many folks get buried in the downside of caregiving. They never see the light at the end of that tunnel. Well, and it, there are those that do live sort of in the shadow of caregiving. But so many times we hear caregivers say, it's an honor to take care of my parents. I'm so lucky to have this time for them. I'm so lucky to be able to give back to them after they raised me and helped me with my kids and whatever. Um, and so there are caregivers who are shining examples of the glass half full kind of philosophy. And a lot of us, not everyone, a lot of us, if we will step back and, and make a list on paper or in our own minds about the blessings that we see from this caregiving situation, it might not be something related to the person we're caring for. It might be that we're stronger than we thought we were, that we can bear more than we thought we could. Uh, and so uh, it doesn't have to necessarily be something related to the person you're caring for. It can be something that you discover about yourself. Maybe you're more patient than you realized, uh, but it does help to, to bring those things actively in your mind and make a list and then be grateful for them. It's a great mood booster. I remember you know, a while back, we talked about cultural differences, and we interviewed a Dr. Nguyen, Vietnamese, who said his hope was his mother would choose to come live her final years with him, not his siblings, because, as you say, it would be such an honor. Yep. You know, what you're saying, Carol, is, is what we say in the clinical world, grounding techniques. Okay, so gratitude, making sure that you're feeling grateful uh, is, is one grounding technique, right? Journaling, emotional journaling, breath work, meditation, yoga. These are things that are grounding techniques that literally allow us to be in the moment. And I think that what's your example uh, about the beauty of caregiving and, and being grateful is great. I think at the end of the day, if I can remember anything that caregiving has provided me, it has been the ability to learn to let go. 
okay? Because there was things I could not control. And when I realized that, I needed to concentrate more on this moment, on me, because, you know, I'm powerless over all those things and not powerless over the response. So even in my world of caregiving, being able to let go is a new phenomenon. Being able to let go is a gift. It is a gift. It is a gift. And and sometimes, um, you know, we feel our world has gotten very small, but but think of the positive impact we've made in that little corner of the world. And so uh, thinking about what would it be like for the person we're caring for if we weren't there? You know, that might be a pretty bleak situation. We've done a good job. Uh, we, we may have been able to keep them out of a nursing home at the time that COVID was surging, which may have saved their life. I mean, that's not even an exaggeration these days. So caregiving does bring its rewards. And I, as professionals, we need to acknowledge them and not always see the negative sides and think that everybody needs help. Maybe the help that someone needs is to celebrate what they've accomplished, to join them in that positive journey that they're on rather than looking for all the negative. That's uh, why the support don't groups, as well as that, as we could. Well, your support groups are the most wonderful things in the world because exactly that. We need people to keep telling us. We need a healthy group, a family, of, of a community to keep reminding us that we're doing the best we can. And what would it be if we weren't there? What about list making, where you list the positives, the upsides, the good things? Yeah, that's a gratitude uh, grounding technique. And I think anytime you get the emotions out, uh, Ron, and put them on the piece of paper and do an exercise like that, then you don't go get so self-engrossed. You don't go down the rabbit hole of anxiety and stress. You're able to put it out there. So make sure you have a connection with a good community, a loving community of people that meet you halfway and support you. And then do these grounding techniques, just like Carol and you are describing. They allow us to, to get this out and to be grateful about the experience. That's a good point on which to end this Take 10 today. For Dr. Jamie Heisman and Carol Zerniel, I'm Ron Aaron. Thanks for joining us on Take 10. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.